on in, everybody, to another episode of the Mid Park Music On Air podcast. My name is Kevin Vargo, host, founder of Mid Park Music and 39 Management. That's right. I'll get to that in just a second here. Uh, today's Tuesday, October 19th. And uh, that little tune that you heard there, just a little bit of it, was Surefire by the guys that I'm going to have on with me today that you are here to hear, that you are here to hear. Uh, Levere. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Perfect rhyme. You are here to hear Levere. Uh, and uh, with me today uh, out of Columbus, Ohio, and uh, I've got Sam, Matt, and Jordan. Uh, it's important to note this this interview was uh, conducted, uh, I think, at this point, maybe two, three weeks ago. Uh, and Eric was missing from the interview because he, uh, understandably so, is getting uh, married, uh, was getting prepared for his wedding at that time, uh, which I believe now he will be getting married, uh, I think, this weekend. Uh, so congratulations to him. And, and uh, yeah, I had to, had to note that, obviously. Um, Levere are the kings of the pop, rock, love bops. I have I have deemed them that, and maybe others as well. Uh, but uh, really, just groovy, groovy tunes that you can just sing along with, dance in your living room. Um, I if it, it, it reminds me so much. Their music reminds me so much of John Mayer's most rele- uh, most recent album, uh, Sob Rock. It's very '80s vibe. Uh, it's just uh, it's right up my alley. You know, I have a, a number of different kind of flavors of rock that I like, um, and, and this is definitely one of them. Um, make sure you check out as well uh, their IGTV videos. They've got a great uh, rundown of all their songs and some cool videos on there uh, and YouTube as well. But, uh, you know, either of those. But, uh, yeah, IGTV, they've got a lot of cool songs on there and whatnot. So uh, definitely check that out. Um and I believe as well, they'll have a new song coming out here soon. Uh, you'll hear at the end of the conversation, we talk a little bit about that. So make sure you stay tuned there. Um, what else do we need to go uh, go over? Um, back to the 39 management. So um, as you may or may not have seen, I uh, have finally released name and just a little bit of the logo. And uh, the website is live. There's not really anything on it yet other than a countdown to this Sunday. Um, in which uh, I will officially be entering into the realm of the artist management. So um, if you are a band artist uh, interested in that, definitely reach out to me for uh, or more. It's uh, 39 Management. 39 was my football number. Um, it's kind of always been the number that I've used, you know, and and really everything, you know, usernames and stuff like that ever since. Uh, so it's kind of my number. Um yeah, and so that's that. Check that out. Uh, it, would, it would mean a lot to me. Um, and, of course, as always, check out the playlists, uh, the regional playlists on midpark.com, all through Spotify. Um, fantastic stuff we got going with the with the, the regional playlists, uh, the Women Who Rock. Uh, yeah, check them out. And then, of course, uh, next episode will be this Saturday, October 23rd, with Strawberry Cough. Uh, so make sure you check that out. That is a uh, rock duo out of uh, Brampton, Ontario, the Toronto area. Uh, but for today, we've got Levere. Again, Levere out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, We're going to go ahead and listen to the whole song of Surefire here. Uh, I love this song. So, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, when you one of those songs that just hits you and you listen to like repeatedly, uh, when it when you really fall in love with it, this is one for me, man. I for about two weeks straight, I, I listened to this thing probably fifty times. Um, so, 
I definitely, you know, it's genuine when I say I love their music. So, uh, again, this is Surefire. Check it out. We'll be back, uh, and we'll listen to another one that will lead us into the full conversation. Oh, you're the only one I, that I can let go. tell you that that part there specifically is what was like really stuck in my head uh when i had that that song going for a couple weeks i mean that uh that'll get you um and uh the next one that we're going to listen to here is going to be hideaway uh so hideaway um is uh, another just and this one i really hear a lot of uh you'll hear them talk about uh all of them i think uh have a pretty sincere love of cold play 
And interestingly enough, Coldplay actually just released a, a new album. You should check that out if you're into Coldplay. But uh, they, I, I can hear some Coldplay in this for sure, for sure. So, um, I, and I've always, you know, talked about John Mayer earlier that that they remind me of his. Uh, geez, why do I keep messing up the word recent album? Uh, his recent album, you know, I, I love John Mayer's whole catalog, either here nor there. It's not about John Mayer or Coldplay, but I have always loved Coldplay as well. Uh, and this, uh, is just one that, uh, I think will hit you as well. If you, if you're into that and, and if you, if you like Surefire, you're, you're going to like this. And uh, of course the song at the end, we'll, that we'll listen to as well. Uh, and this is going to take us into the full conversation. So again, uh, I have Levere from Columbus, Ohio. I've got Sam, Matt, and Jordan, uh, which, of course, you'll hear me, uh, in, you know, just on the other end of the song here when I introduce in the conversation. Uh, but uh, really excited for you guys to hear this one and uh, check it out with uh, Levere. And again, this is going to be Hideaway, and we will see you after the conversation. Go 
can feel the calm inside Would you be my hideaway? Would you be my hideaway? I can feel the storm subside I can feel the calm inside Would you be my hideaway? Would you be my hideaway? I can feel it go like we're going out of Ohio for a week, coming back to Ohio for a week. It's great. Uh, my home state, always happy to talk with bands from here. Today we've got Levere. Uh, I'm saying that right, right? It's almost like too obvious that I want to make sure I'm saying it right. You got it, man. Yep. Perfect. Uh, well, I'm with, I'm with Levere here. Uh, we have Sam, Matt, and Jordan, uh, who we've got uh, respectively. Sam's on vocals and keys, Matt on guitar, Jordan on bass, Eric the drummer, unfortunately, um, sounds like he had a, a, a an event that was a little more important. He got he's getting married. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't be with us tonight, but uh, he is here with us uh, in a more spiritual sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's his uh, and welcome you three. Let's not you know obviously let's not skip right over you guys as well. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is is his wedding? When is his wedding? October twenty second. Yeah, late, later next month. Yeah, he's just so doing some prep lots, lots stuff, of planning and. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. Yeah, that's why I want no part of it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but very cool. Happy to have you. Um, so let's start. I usually start the other way. Let's start this way uh, this time. Um, your most recent single, Surefire. Absolute bop. Uh, I, I, you know, we were talking off the recording. Um, I even had a little personal connection with it myself. Um, yeah, talk about that song, I guess. Just what it what it brings to you. I know when was that released? I think in June or July of this year. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember now. July 30th. Yeah, July 30th. July 30th. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh, um, a song that I had started. Um, and kind of brought to the guys and we that's usually our workflows one of us starts a song and um we all kind of like write our individual parts from there but um i um so speaking of eric getting married i was i got married last year 
And um, so you could say that was kind of the inspiration, you know, lyrically, it's very much a love song. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so that's kind of like where that song grew out of. Yeah, love it. And uh, like I said, that's a, it's a great song. Um, you know, I'm, I am all over, I mean, any type of genre rock you could get into. Um, and it's, uh, it's unique. It's, it's, like you said, it, it, there's a great connection with it. Uh, it means a lot to you, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. Um, going back, then I guess we'll start uh, all the way back to 2017. Now we'll, we'll go to the, to the front. Um, you started in 2017 with a five-track EP, Euphoria. Um, first question is, was the band still all U4? Sam, Matt, Jordan, and Eric at, at that time? Yeah, so it's it's been the four of us since uh, 2011, I think. I think it's right. Um, so yeah, it's actually we've been uh, in that regard really, really blessed just because we've had a, a very solid chemistry, um, and we all get along really well. Uh, we all kind of feed off of each other's ideas. So yeah, it was um, we we met through just kind of hanging out um jordan and i have known each other forever and ever and ever uh so we we kind of had a, a bonding over um just hanging out and playing video games and just you know what you usually do and then we ended up out of necessity we asked eric to play drums uh, he was originally a guitarist and we were like well we don't need a guitarist we need a drummer and so uh he graciously agreed to learn drums yeah shit, that's a big that's a big change uh that's awesome um so from 2011 so that's 10 years ago already yeah uh which i'm sure sounds like a lot <laughs> i graduated high school in 2010 um okay. so that I, I, seems like a long time um yeah. so what went on because the ep came out in 2017 what went on from 2011 to 2017 Good. <laughs> uh, so we we wrote and we recorded um, one uh, EP that was three songs long, and it's long gone. Thankfully, uh, it's uh -huh. in three now. Uh, but it was a good learning process. A lot of it was written uh, without Eric. Actually, I, I feel like uh, there were portions that uh, you could kind of tell each one of us had a very specific idea of what we liked in our music at the time, and there wasn't a lot of cohesion yet. Uh, and so once we put that out, it was a, a big learning process. So from 2011 to 2017, we kind of talked um, with another guy recently, but there were a lot of learning processes that took place uh, through live shows because we were like, it's all about playing live. We got to get out, got to get our music out. We want to see what the scene is like in Columbus. And so through playing the shows, we kind of started to learn about uh is what we're playing pleasant to people's ears really instead of just being like hey we're gonna get in there we're gonna play our music and people are gonna like it one way or another um and so it there was a, a formative process for the four of us uh growing together uh unifying in that sense but also like hey do we sound good individually and then sound good together as a whole and that kind of took us away more from i think the live scene and more into the studio and just recording and and really honing our craft and figuring out what our specific unique sound was because that's that's no uh simple task is to find out what your specific uh, tone is yeah it's very elaborate 
uh, very elaborate answer. Appreciate it. That uh, and it all makes sense. I mean, I again, I, I relate it to myself. Um, you know, I said I graduated high school in 2010. For a while there, I was, yeah, fucking everything up and just learning that way. Um, not that that's, you know, exactly what you said or did, but. That's pretty you know, much. I mean, you, you have to fail to understand what works. Yeah. Sure. And we know it a lot and we've, we've learned what works now. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that goes with music. That goes with anything in life. Um, so what. Actually, let's let's go back because you had mentioned uh, Columbus and Columbus scene there. You're actually the third band now, I think, from the Columbus scene uh, that I've interviewed. Um, so I'm I'm always curious on uh, on your thoughts on your local scene, like what's going on in Columbus. How is it there? Um, it's cool. Um, we back in those days that Sam was talking about when we were kind of like really just focused on live shows. We kind of always felt like kind of the odd man out in a lot of settings because like we did some battle of bands we did like mostly just like small bar shows um some small festivals things like that and like we felt like we were kind of like a indie rock at the time in like an indie rock band just like amongst a lot of like very like hardcore heavy metal kind of acts um yeah and so that that at least in the like first five years of our existence was very prevalent around columbus um probably still is we're probably just less yeah. aware of it now but yeah. um more recently with our like the last few years of shows it's kind of like it's definitely more diverse and like we've seen like there's tons of genre variation now for sure like um a lot of people similar to us um solo artists rappers even djs it's all over the board now. So I, I feel cool. like it's taken a shift kind of culturally, like in the US, um, especially where it's there's kind of an everybody's okay with listening to a lot more um, music and genres of music. And I think that's kind of bleeding over into the live scene. Um, it's kind of you're less you, you feel less of uh, an underdog or something where you have to like earn your territory and more, which is a healthy mindset. But uh, you can kind of show up and and the last show we played this past summer, um, there were quite a few bands that were not similar to us, but we were still able to connect with them one-on-one. -on -one. And then um, all of the fans seemed to hang around and really enjoy everybody's music. So that was that was really cool. Music is music. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's uh, you're not the first to say that. I think that's a good thing, you know. Um, yeah, it took me a while to get there, you know, where you cross genres and you're like comfortable saying, yeah, I like this or I like that, mm -hmm. um, you know, but as you figure out what you like and what you what your sound is as a band. Um, yeah, you get more comfortable and you just. Yeah, you almost, you, almost, you almost don't even care, you know, what other people are doing or sound like because, you, you know, you come into your own, but at the same time, it is it does seem like, you know, across genre. Uh, bands and artists are a lot more welcoming and whatnot. Um, would you say, I, I think I know the answer to this question, but since 2011, when you guys got rolling to now, uh, does the way that people are intaking music, has that changed? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. We, yeah. uh, I mean, we like that very first 
like little EP we did. <laughs> I, we like I remember we like had CDs burnt. Actually, we had two EPs back then. Yeah, yeah. out at the local fair. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just <laughs> trying to like yeah, get it. I think we even started just giving them away for free. Um, yep. You know, I think part of the driver behind us, like just wanting to do live shows, because that's just like just getting your music out. Yeah, and so then comes the cliched of thing of like social media changes everything you know and streaming and it's true it's it's very much kind of like we've kind of uh seen that shift happen in the last 10 years streaming especially has really helped that because if you look at all of these really big bands they're doing all these collaborations with other artists that you would never expect to see and i think it's um yeah it's a uh a business move but at the same time like you know you get to see artists um that are really exciting that you might not have listened to like justin vernon and taylor swift like i would never have thought that they would collaborate on something um because i you know i'm not going out of my way to listen to taylor swift but i listen to justin vernon and so maybe i'll listen to her album throw it on you know shuffle in the background on spotify that kind of thing. So it's been it's been really encouraging. I think it's positively impacting the Columbus scene and kind of abroad. Good, very good. I was being curious. Just a quick question: What is? Do you guys uh, in the Columbus scene get a lot from the Ohio State campus? Just in terms of shows, or maybe they're too young to actually give a fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, they care more about drinking and partying yeah, and, and, and yeah. uh, guys. Yeah, guys. Well, and on, on that note, like when we've done a lot of bar shows, like they're all it's, in the campus area. So yeah. To get yeah. a gate is hard, but it's definitely some college stuff going on. We went to. We saw, <laughs> As that rolled off my tongue, I said, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we, we saw uh, Floor live uh, they, a while back. They played, and they were playing right next to, it's not Newport, is it? No, it was the LC. LC. It was Express Live. Yeah, and so there's a venue right next door, and it was just funny because they said that we were being, the crowd there was being too loud, and it's a smaller venue. So it was two competing venues. Uh, I don't even remember who was performing next. Who was it? Um, Shoot, I forget. Anyways, all that to say, like, there are people that go out. You just have to, you know, properly publicize it and <laughs> and, yeah. and really do the work. Uh, I think there's some some really hard workers right now that are going out in terms of bands that are really good about making contacts. That's something that's always been a little bit tougher for us, I think, and we've grown into it a little bit more, but we're all much more introverted. And so kind of going out and um, and meeting those people, making contacts, because we love hearing about people listening to our music. We love meeting people that uh, have listened to our music and are impacted by it. Uh, but it's just, you know, getting out of our comfort zone and doing that. Sure. That takes time, man. Um, yeah, uh, I totally understand. <laughs> um, as you talk about, you know, getting out, making contacts, I think it's interesting because the way we were connected, uh, you have, I don't know what you call her, assistant or somebody uh that uh reached out to me and kind of sent me your guys' stuff and here we are so yeah i guess talk a little bit about that it seems to be working for you yeah uh janine has helped us a ton and um does a lot of like the kind of contact making like we talked about and um yep 
uh, reaching out when, and it gives us, you know, more time to focus on what we really want to yeah. do. And then, you know, we've been through that process a lot too, because we started out doing it and then we tried to get somebody else to do it. And I, I would say just that our visions weren't quite on the same uh, alignment. Um, and so then we went back to doing it ourselves, kind of went dark for a little bit, especially with COVID and everything. Um, and then Janine stepped in and she's been really lovely and, and helping us out with that. So she does yeah. a great job. Much better awesome. than me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, something that I thought was interesting that you, that you mentioned, um, because again, I very much relate to this as well, um, is you said you're all introverted, um, but very much. yeah, but we've got some heavy, some heavy love songs coming out, yeah, uh, which takes what would you would not consider to be introverted to put those lyrics out, um, yeah. and I understand that. You know, I, I I've released poetry before. Um, you know, that is very meaningful. So I guess I, I'm trying to think of the, the way to word the question, but like, do you feel, I guess, as, as introverts that you get your expression out, obviously, in your songs? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's like, definitely, like, you have to just allow yourself to be vulnerable mm -hmm. um, and just create what you want to create. And take it kind of one step at a time and hope the world likes it um we're we're definitely introverts and like but i think somehow with music it kind of like that side of us a little bit gets like shut down because like you wouldn't expect like someone like me is very very much introverted and does not like you know being center of attention or anything like that I don't really like have much of a problem getting on stage in front of people if I'm, you know, playing an instrument or something. You yep. know? So definitely kind of like, I think, I mean, obviously we've been a band for 10 years now, so it's given me plenty of time to adjust to that personally. But. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think writing, writing lyrics and writing songs um, to some degree, especially for myself, when I'm writing lyrics, I think it, um, for me, the healthiest way to write is in a subconscious way. So just kind of, I sit down at a piano and I just start singing and just whether it's gibberish or it's something that I already had ahead of time, mm -hmm. because what ends up happening is if there's stuff on my brain or there's something that I've been really feeling or um, thinking about, it eventually comes out through that music. And um, I think in that way, our music becomes kind of like a, a journal and certain people, it resonates with them in that way because it is very honest. So yeah, there are going to be certain songs that are more, I would say, simple and generic in terms of a, a lyrical structure. But sometimes that resonates with people, um, like a shared experience. And love is a, a very uh, broad shared experience for a lot of people. That's an understatement. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all very cool. Very cool. Again, just... Always, you know, when I hear that, I want to, I'm, I'm kind of curious on the mindset and whatnot. Um, what, what's with the name Levere? What is that? <laughs> you want to answer this one? <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, quick backstory. I won't go into it too much, but we, we started off with a different name. So in 2011, well, really before that, we had a name picked out um, and we went by the name Prospect and um 
basically we got told, hey, we got like a legal notice, like, uh, hey, like a cease and desist order. Second <laughs> band that is, I just interviewed a band from uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba last week. Same story. They started out as one and started getting legal notices from another band and were like, we're just going to ignore it. We're going to ignore it. And then they finally got like a cease and desist. Yikes. And we're like, all right, we got to we got change. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, after that, you know, that final take of it all, um, we, we actually talked to some legal counsel and, uh, found out, you know, we actually could fight it, uh, since we had been releasing music under that name longer than they had. Uh, but we didn't like the name that much, but we didn't, we didn't care for the name (laughs) and we didn't feel like paying money to keep it. So So we scrapped it. it, picked a... Well, Sam, Sam picked the the name. Yeah, we so interesting. We, yeah, so we we came across. Uh, I had had I I keep lots of lists on my phone. Like I have the notes app open all the time. I write down lyrics. I write down words that I've never heard before. And the yeah. lyric one of them, and uh, it it means to what sail against the wind. Yeah. Um. And so just for us, I think especially um that the that period where we were at um, was kind of like a formative period where we're like, what is our sound? And, and we wanted to kind of just try to be as um, honestly us uh, musically for people to hear. And so that kind of, that name resonated with us because it was like, we're going against what we had been doing. And so, yeah, not to get too deep, but that's, that's essentially what we yeah. were. I, I love depth, man. I'm just looking up the definition here. I didn't realize it was a real word. Yeah. <laughs> Levere is to beat against the wind in sailing. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All sailors. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so you said a few times now, you know, you search for your sound. That was the, you know, kind of the whole beginning of where you guys were at and putting that first EP out. You made your mistakes. Yeah. Uh, what is your sound? That's a great question. How would you put it? I mean, if you're just to throw a genre label, like we'd say, um, like indie pop um, or synth pop, sometimes we just call it pop, but um, kind of one part of our defining era of when we changed our names and all that, we just kind of went for more of like uh, indie rock to like leaning into pop a little bit more, a little more electronic kind of that thing. Because to us, I think in some degrees, like it felt like a bad word. Like pop was like the like something that was a little too like bubbly, and um, and so we were. You don't, like, want, to get, you don't want to get caught in the pop genre. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so and now it's just like, well, I, I've heard this conversation a million times, but like people listen to pop for a reason. Like the the songs can be bangers. Like I mean, like yeah. so it's again, it's that shared experience. I think it's. Um, pretty accessible to different people uh so a lot of the past few songs that we put out to me the word that is like etched into my brain is nostalgic um because yeah it just has some it has some 80s references and that kind of stuff but it makes you feel like to me what i've heard the most is somebody thinks of a specific time or a memory when they hear this song um and so that's really uh to me it's it's like nostalgia yeah nostalgia <laughs> that's uh that's a good thing for nostalgia to to you know resonate with your music i think you know for me uh some of the most 
meaningful, important songs of my life are those in which, you know, I draw back to certain times and, and it, it's just that nostalgia as soon as it comes on. And honestly, Surefire is a lot like that because you've got that opening where it just comes in and you know what song that is within 10 seconds it's on. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel that, man. I, I would call it I would call it pop rock. Yeah, I think, yeah, I would, I would call it pop rock. Um, not that my opinion should matter to you uh, at all. But um, I think anything that has like an actual band with drums, bass, guitar has to at least be in the rock category somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once you take that all away and you get more performance oriented and, and computerized, which is there's nothing wrong with. Yeah. You know, I think that's when it becomes more strictly pop. But again, my opinion doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> well, we love to hear it anyways. Yeah. What, uh, going back uh, a little bit, what is your guys' kind of upbringing? I mean, uh, you can, whomever can start. I know uh, Matt and Jordan, right? You said you guys have known each other for a long time. Uh, Sam, Sam and I, Jordan. Yeah. Um, we've grown up, I mean, since we were babies, our, you yeah. know, family, our families were friends. Um, uh, and then Matt, did you all grow up in Columbus? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then Matt, not long, you know, in our, in around middle school, yeah, fifth grade fifth is when grade. I met Matt, uh, in school. Uh, Sammy over here has been, it was homeschooled for most of his yeah. formative <laughs> years. I'm the odd um, man out. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, Eric has, you know, he's always been around, you know, another, uh, family friend and, uh, he's a little bit younger than us, but he, uh, he, he and I bonded, Eric and yeah. I bonded over Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> in fact, that's part of my, I'm his best man at the wedding. So I'm going to ah. have a speech or something. <laughs> that's why I asked when it was, because I figured you guys would be going and I was like, well, it, is it <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. Yeah. We would not be happy. His wife yeah. We got to skip your wedding for this interview. <laughs> um, going, I guess, like even a little deeper. Uh, I know you said you wanted to avoid getting deep, but, you know, uh, I don't think it's too deep anyways. Uh, where did music start for each of you? Um, you know, was it a parent? Was it a, a friend? Uh, was it you just picked up a, your... Uh, what would it have been when you guys? You're probably about my age, so probably yeah. CD players or MP3s when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember growing up, like my dad would be constantly like playing different music in the car. So like a lot of it was like like '80s hair metal bands and stuff. Um, oh yeah. Like, and then a ton of the Beatles. Um, and strangely enough, he's not really much of a musician but he kind of had some old instruments laying around like an old acoustic guitar and an old drum set and so i would you know spent childhood playing around with those not knowing what i was doing and eventually decided to actually learn how to play one day and kind of like took those influences with me and taught myself um, how to play bass from some rush songs and um daunting place to start with bass. Well, did you say rush? Yeah. yeah. That's an in- yeah, a very interesting place to start. Yeah. You can only go you can only go downhill from there. I know, right? <laughs> you got to you got to run before you can walk, right? Very cool, man. Um 
Yeah, I, I always uh, I'm very curious about that. Always, um, you know, a lot of this brand, Mid Park, and what I'm doing is is you know dates back to my childhood, and you know the the impact that music has had on my life and my relationship with my father and all that. So, totally get that. Uh, what about you guys? Are Are you a musician? No, I uh, I cannot call myself a musician. I can try to play something mm-hmm. and might be able to you know fart out something that sounds half decent. <laughs> Uh, I'm for sure a writer. I mean, I will definitely call myself a creative writer. I have some published poetry. Um, For me, growing up in Northeast Ohio, as you guys, of course, probably know, sports and football was always the biggest thing uh, for the longest time, you know, until I was about 23. uh, You know, my whole upbringing was based around sports, playing, college, coaching, all that good stuff. Um, but music was always there. You know, music was always that driving force. Uh, and then my dad passed away and life kind of changed and you grow up and you realize sports isn't going to be there forever. So that's why, you know, over the last five years or so, I've just really kind of dove more into the arts and music and just trying to use my degree as a journalist. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. I'd love to read some of your poetry if you send it over to us. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man, for sure. Uh, but this one, this isn't about me. We'll talk yeah. about me. Um, what about you guys coming up uh, as as kids? Yeah, so for me personally, um, I was thrown into it by my parents. Um, I was, I think, seven or eight when my mom had me start piano lessons. Uh, my, my sister plays drums. My brother played guitar here and there. My younger brother plays pretty much any instrument he can pick up. Um, but uh, I started when I was seven. Uh, and my the first teacher I had like made me cry every lesson, and that was a miserable experience. So oh, mom, yeah, yeah. But she was she was just really strict. So she, uh, my mom pulled me out, put me with another teacher, and um, I was really I was probably nine or ten, and I was on the verge of quitting. Uh, that was the first experience I had had with a musical um, instrument in any capacity, and I was like, man, I hate this. I I hate scales. I hate, you know, it was all this boring classical music, and um, and then, you know, I I heard some music that I really wanted to learn, and so I said, once I learn that, I'll quit, and then I learned it, and I was like, oh, well, I can learn all these other songs, and so I was classically trained on piano um, for 10 years until I was 18, Um, and then I ended up picking up guitar, I, I do not consider myself a guitarist, but I like playing guitar. Um, yeah. I, like I'll listen to John Mayer and Dave Matthews band and those songs are fun to learn on guitar. Like just a, a hoot, as they say. Yeah. Um, two, two of my biggest influences there for writing. Man. Yeah. Love both we, of them. Yeah, uh, for myself, um, most of my family, uh, not not very musical my mom grew up playing the piano when she was younger but she had a her father died uh fairly young um uh and so she kind of had to abandon that part of her life but um we've always had this piano around at my house uh growing up and i always wanted to play and of course sam you know being one of my best friends growing up uh always showing me up on piano (laughs) i wanted to try to learn uh but i sucked at it it was, was my terrible. job. I had to. <laughs> uh, I I could not get through. I don't know. Maybe like I maybe had a year of piano lessons. Couldn't do it. Uh, several years later, I picked up guitar and um, enjoyed it for a while. But 
I didn't really care to play acoustic guitar much. And, and again, a couple of years later, uh, all of us kind of, you know, I, I, I'm love music. I mean, I grew up listening to all kinds of music. So music was always there, but I just had a hard time picking up an instrument, sticking with it, you know? Sure. Uh, but later on uh, in the high school years, uh, found someone who was willing to teach me how to play uh, bass. And I really, I really picked that up and I really enjoyed it. Um, it did, it finally clicked with me. That's like, that was, that was the instrument. Um, sometimes that's what it takes. It just, takes yeah, the specific instrument. Yeah. Um, that's, I mean, that's really it. It's a pretty cut and dry story, <laughs> but it's where, that's where it landed. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it. both of you appreciate it. And, and all three, I mean, that's, uh, that's the roots of the band, you know, it's how, right. um, if, without all of the things that you just said, you know, we wouldn't be here having this conversation right now uh, with, with the band together. And, um, so that's all important stuff. Um, who tracks your songs? Do you guys do all of that yourself or do you have a team or what? Yeah, we do everything ourselves. Mainly Matt does everything <laughs> himself for us. Uh, <laughs> He's just, he's a wizard with yep. it, so. Well, Matt, talk, talk about that. Um, let's see. Uh, Where so, to start? Yeah, <laughs> I know. That's like, honestly, if, if, like, if I could pick my top skill, definitely wouldn't be guitar. It'd probably be audio stuff. Um, yeah. And I started that out of necessity yeah. for us because when we started out, obviously, we were pretty young and very broke. <laughs> um and so like it started the rabbit hole of like how do you record yourself and you know buying gear and stuff and um trying to make ourselves sound good and so that's what got me into audio um now i you know mix and master for other artists and um do that kind of on the side and um do it for us obviously too so like i i'm kind of like the uh center of our workflow when it comes to producing our songs and everything so um we do a lot of our tracking at my home studio and um occasionally we'll pop out to a local studio for like drums or something like that um and from there it's just stays in my hands and we put it up you're like a, a, a jack antonoff <laughs> yeah basically taking everybody's right, music right. And popping Wait, it out man yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're really lucky because now where we're at, obviously, like he was saying, when we were younger, we had our laptops and that was about it. Like we, that was where we were starting ground level. Um, yep. But now we're, we're pretty lucky, like each one of us has um, a much better understanding of um, how to record. And um, like for myself, um, I have monitors and stuff at home. I have recording equipment. So what we'll do is like through COVID, we've learned how to record like bare bones demos and then we'll bring them to Matt and then he makes them sound good. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, you have mentioned a few times, you know, when you started, you were very broke, which uh, makes sense. <laughs> it would make sense if you're still broke. I mean, honestly. Uh, <laughs> it, do you guys have jobs outside of the band? Yeah, full-time jobs. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, it, you can go into detail about those if you want, but I'm always curious. You know, what do you guys do outside of music? Yeah, I mean, so like, 
we we still find time even with because each one of us has a full-time job um i i think we're we're pretty good about like we we write outside of each other and then we bring it in together afterwards so we meet mondays and tuesdays um and we'll record and really buckle down then but um like you and Eric share a very similar job, I guess that's. <laughs> yeah, Eric and I are both like uh, software engineers. So we like, you know, write code and stuff for a living, which is a great job to have as a musician, honestly, because um, you work I, yeah, I work remotely and that, you know, frees up my schedule to be flexible, to do, you know, music whenever I want. If I'm in the yep. mood to do that day, if I have a team project to do, it's nice and flexible and fun, so. Yeah. Jordan Jordan is the videographer and I'm the music director for our local church. So um, that's our full-time job. That's cool. Uh, that that goes hand in hand uh, very well with what you're doing. Um, yeah. In fact, th that's honestly like we've said it a million times, but like, uh, you know, what is the saying? Invention is the mother of necessity or something like that. Necessity or is the mother yeah, of Yeah, the other way around. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> something like something really deep. But anyways, it... A lot of the things that that journey of 10 years, like we've had to learn how to do so many different things. And a lot of yeah. people will come to us um, and we're always very encouraged by it. But they'll say, man, like, I can't believe you guys know how to do this. Who who shot the video? Who recorded? You know, and it's like we've just had to. I mean, we had to learn <laughs> how to, to do, do it. it. <laughs> and it's it sucked like it looked terrible for a long time and it sounded terrible. And but it's you know, I mean, that's just the process. And. I'm sure if you know any artist, there's a reason artists don't listen to their own, you know, old music because they're like, well, if I could, you know, would have done that or if we would have done that. So I'm um, yep. very grateful for all of the experiences to get where we're at now. But yeah, it's been an interesting road. <laughs> it's a process. You know, you said it. I mean, very clearly it is a process. Um, I think that, you know, again, just trying to relate it to what I've got going on, man, that you guys are where I hope to be, you know, in, in about five to 10 years, you know, just in, in the sense of having consistency, you know, you've, everything you've done is pretty well self-built, self-made. Um, and like you said, that there's a certain like group of people that can be like cocky and not fun to be around when they talk about being self-made and all this and that. And that's not where you guys are at. Obviously yours is, as you just said, like out of necessity, um, you know, you've, you've learned all these things because you had to, and now, you know, you're, you're a well-oiled machine. Um, well, I appreciate you saying that, like, and, and we, what we're trying to do is to some degree, obviously you have to make mistakes and learn from them yourself. But um, yeah. I think we're really trying to, if we come across a new artist or something that we feel like we can help out, even if it's just in a small way, um like from some something that we've learned from like that's like my goal is just to like help them out um because i don't you know like you said you don't want to get caught in that you know we're self-made and like you know we're so much better than everybody else like i i want to help people out that's um and i think that's how you can help the community and the overall scene of wherever you're at musically uh grow um and kind of get build those connections 100 percent. i mean that's yeah, when you when you genuinely, you know, have an interest in helping others and wanting others to succeed and grow, your band, your brand, either or have the A in there or the R, 
um, it grows naturally because people are gravitating towards you. Um, so yeah, we, we could go on and on about that. Um, what what's next? What's next for the band? I know you just put out the single in what we said July thirtieth. Um, what's next? We've got another single in the works. Um, that's kind of what we're doing right now is releasing singles. Um, yeah, so we've got another one um, that will likely be out by the end of October. I think is the plan. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a little different. Like we, we kind of branched out with this one, went a little bit more experimental. But that's the beauty of doing singles. You know, it's like try something, see if it works. So do I need to find another love fling for the end of October? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's not, this one actually is not a love song. Th this one might speak to uh, kind of your experience now. Now looking back, <laughs> ah, great! Can't wait! Can't so, wait! Yeah, yeah. You just let us know what's going on in your life, man. We'll write you a song about it. Thank you. <laughs> From now on, every song dedicated to me. Um, we'll talk a little bit because you said you know what we've been doing is singles. Um, so your 2017 EP, well, I had five tracks. The debut there. Yeah. Um, or at least your kind of re-debut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but since then, it's been all singles. I don't know how many, but it's been a number of them, which is okay. Mm -hmm. um, is that because of what we talked about earlier and kind of the changing <clears throat> landscape of how people listen to music? Yeah, uh, 100%. Yeah. For sure, because... Well, and it's just the, the rate at which people consume music is rapid. And for us to put time and energy into a set of songs and trying to promote like say an ep of five songs again that's just a lot of work and we would rather put time and energy into a single and get that out there and get a lot of people to listen to um just our best stuff rather than yeah. and it's helped our perfectionistic like tendencies yeah because we we used to really like with a five song uh ep we would we just sat and chiseled away at it until it was so like, long. what like what am I listening to anymore? <laughs> and so with releasing singles and kind of having a, a pretty good idea of what our scheduling is going to look like in terms of release dates and that kind of thing um, and end goals, you get pretty good at being efficient and um, and being okay with like releasing it as what it is. Um, because I think with everything that we put out, we're really, really happy with it. Um, and I think, you know, there, you can always sit with something longer, but that doesn't mean it's going to be better. So, yeah. Yeah. Very curious again. Uh, and it makes sense. Um, yeah, it's hard. There's so much content out there. Um, you know, you, you get hit on a Friday with two, three new albums and it's like, ah, uh, yeah. my, you know, my brain can't take that in. So I, I feel it. I mean, I think it makes sense. Um, whatever works for you. Yeah. What is your guys's um, kind of live playing experiences like, or do you have like any? Because I know COVID obviously has been a whole, you know, yeah. show for for bands. Um, what? Yeah, I guess kind of talk about before COVID and now where we're at after COVID with playing live. Um, I'd say before COVID, um, even kind of bef before our name change, we were pretty heavily, you know, getting uh, as many gigs and live shows as we could. Um, and there was definitely something that was kind of making it feel stale for us at that time. 
Uh, and when we had that shift with the name change, we kind of focused our, uh, we changed our focus towards uh, doing more like in-house performances. So we'd make lots of like cover videos and like do live performances and like our in the home studio and stuff like that. And we would post them on YouTube. Uh, and actually right before COVID, we were gearing up to make the transition to back into doing live shows. <laughs> Uh, and we like bought a whole bunch of new gear and stuff, and then mm. got slapped in the face with that <laughs> yep. uh, whole thing. But um, this summer we had a kind of our first show back in how long had it been? Four, four Probably, years? N- no, not three. quite four years, but it had been a while. Yeah, yeah, it had been a it had been a little while, and we had that we had that festival, which was great for us. Um, and it worked out kind of timing wise, but obviously, you know, with COVID, like planning live shows has slowed down a lot just because of uncertainty. Um, so we are trying to get back into that now and should have, we have a few um, potential opportunities coming up, possibly the end of this year, but like definitely by next like spring, summer, we'll have some stuff booked. Very, very cool. Yeah, I know COVID. Uh... Everybody's answer is very different at that point uh, with that question, you know, now and I understand. So um, what kind of shout outs do we need to give? I know we, we uh, Eric, obviously, is important. Yeah. We've talked about him a few times. Uh, I know we, we talked about uh, Janine. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? And if not, that's OK. Um, I won't say his last name because I don't know if I have permission. He's a he, we we were very blessed to have um, somebody help us out with just the writing process. Uh, that's a little bit more established than us, but James has been a huge help, um, and he's been kind of guiding us. and And uh, we have we we just got a, a few uh, like a small collection of people that listen to our music and tell us, "Hey, this is good. This is bad." Um, that we we really trust and um, try to honor their wishes <laughs> because they we we get a good idea but once you are you know been staring at something for a long time uh, so Tom James uh, Sam uh, those people have been really instrumental with helping us um, trying to think we recently played a show with we'll shout him out again um, with rooftops uh, uh, at our, one, well, that's one of the three Columbus bands now. Yeah, I, I, I've interviewed Rooftops. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so definitely very cool um, to to meet him and um, some of the other people. Who are some of the others that we played with? I can't remember. Off the top uh, of Hello, head, Luna. Hello, Luna. And I can't remember the other one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's been, yeah, we've, we've been very, I think, um, to kind of quickly go back to what you were saying, that in terms of the emotive side of playing shows again, I think people are really enjoying being in a communal and community setting. And they're a lot, like you always have to win a crowd, but it's a little bit easier because people want to be there now. Like really want to be there, really want to enjoy and and just kind of like be in a group setting. So let loose, yeah, be there. Um, Do you guys have fans? Do you have, do you have, do you know dedicated fans? (laughs) What what'd you say? Sorry. No, you're good. Like, do you know of any like dedicated fans who like? Is there like those people who every time you post on Instagram they comment or like or something or which is good. I'm just curious. <laughs> uh, uh, David, a uh, friend of ours. We've met only a handful of times, but he is like the the biggest bro. He's a Livier stan. Yeah, like <laughs> he knows about us. Um, <laughs> Groupie number one. Yeah, wonderful guy. 
I mean, right now it's you, you we're actually kind of, uh, I'm actually pretty happy with, we've met a lot of the people that like our music, um, whether it be friends or family, but even beyond that, like there are people that I didn't know that now I consider friends, um, which is super cool. So it's yeah. kind of a weird, like little community right now. So. Yeah. Very cool. Um, this is always a little fun one. I'm just curious if you could open for uh, any band, what would be the most ideal band for Levere to open for? Ideal. <laughs> that That's an important <laughs> word. Um, and it doesn't matter like the scope or the size. No. Matt, what, what do you think? <laughs> Man, that's tough. Cause it's like, I want to pick like some of the artists I look up to the most, but it's also like, how would I play and not shit my pants beforehand? <laughs> Who's coming to mind? I mean, so like on a smaller scale, we we love bands like Joan and Floor, and they're they're starting to kind of like get more exposure. Um, uh, I, I think purely from a, an experience standpoint, like Mute Math would have been really cool to open for, just because mm -hmm. they're so much fun to be around. Um, uh, we're 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 all like pretty long time like Coldplay fans, yeah. So that would be. I, I would literally just leave though. I would not be able to. <laughs> That's like, the one where yeah, it might <laughs> our nerves might overcome us and it wouldn't even be possible. We would put but, everything in the backtracks. Yeah, <laughs> love Coldplay, man. I have uh, I've been a long time Coldplay fan a fan myself. I the the shit that they get is beyond me. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's you know, they're one I of those bands. Yeah, like with the times, like I think it's just changing. Like I, I because you know you would be uh, in the proverbial playground getting the crap beaten out of you because you like Coldplay, <laughs> but but now it's more like you know people listen to what they want to listen to, and if they don't they like it, then they don't like it. You know? Yeah. Fuck you. You don't like my music. <laughs> fuck you. It's, I mean, honestly, that's what I've got to. I mean, I, not to be like not in a like rude way, but. Like, you know, as you get older and you just get more confident with things you like, just like, oh, yeah, I like what I like. I don't care what anybody else has to say about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love cool play. That's awesome. That would be a hell of a show. That would be a hell of a show. Uh, make it happen. I think you could do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. Um, no, I mean, I mean that, like, you know, I know it's always hard to hear, you know, others talk about your success, especially when you're uh, introverted and humble and you know that can be difficult but i mean I, I think everything that i have heard you have everything that i've seen on social media again you have you know a very well-oiled program going uh you know that's that word itself you know you're not just a band that's playing shows here and there i mean it's a program this is a uh, i hate this fucking word but a business um you know it, it's you got all of it down. So say all of that is a very long-winded answer to just tell you keep doing what you're doing. And I think you could you can get there. Um yeah, that's so. very sweet of you to say that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um anything that we have not gone over that you guys want to make sure we cover or anything at all? Uh, I mean we could say uh, there is a video coming out uh when is yeah. it Friday? Yeah, that'd be this Friday. It's just uh uh so the live specifically. <laughs> I guess what? it'll already have been out, maybe, but oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, that's fine. What's the date? What's the date? Um, what is this Friday? Is October this Friday 1st? is October first already. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, by man. the time this 
time this episode gets out. I think it'll be maybe like two weeks old, but yeah, everybody make sure they check it out. Um, and you have a shit. Maybe by the time that this new episode comes out, your new song will be uh, on the horizon. Who knows? Yes, yep. definitely. Definitely um, should be. Very cool. Well, there's nothing else. Uh, guys, I appreciate it very much. I mean, this is fun. I, you know, I tell everybody, rooting for you. Uh, double rooting for you because you're from Ohio. Um, <laughs> I haven't mentioned yet, but as a Michigan Wolverines fan, I might have to not you know, be your friends for uh, just a day. Are, do you, are you guys getting into football at all or no? no. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, no, man, I don't know. Uh, that's okay. That's totally okay. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. No judgment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, again, like as I've gotten older, like I'm the same way. Like I don't care, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I used to get all, but yeah, don't care. Um, very cool, guys. We're rooting for you wholeheartedly. Um, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being here. Awesome, thanks, man. Absolutely. That was uh, as genuine as a conversation as I, I think I could have with uh, a group of people. Um, you know, and I, I talk a lot about that every episode. Um, y- you know, I really do feel a connection with uh, with each of these bands in a different way. Um, you know, for them, is really interesting to learn about. You know, the the fact that they're pretty introverted, as you heard us talking about there, and um, just really good guys. You know, I, I I connect with with everybody from Ohio. You know, that's uh, they talk about that hometown love, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I think that is a real thing as corny as it might sound. Uh, but yeah, um, that was Levere. Uh, really, really appreciate them for, for uh, giving us their time. Uh, yeah. Why do I say us? It's just me. Yeah, but uh, appreciate them for giving me their time. <laughs> um, but I have said before, uh, one of the biggest compliments is when people like will, will quote, uh, you know, a, a thing on Instagram or something, or put a comment and be like, thank you guys, or uh, on uh, on their playlist, um, you know, thinking that this is a more than one person operation, but it's just me. Um, I really, really hope you enjoyed that conversation there with LeVere. Uh, again, we are going to have Strawberry Cough on, a uh, fantastic rock duo there out of Brampton, Ontario. Uh, at the beginning of the con- or at the beginning of the podcast, we heard Surefire and Hideaway by LeVere. And on the way out here, we're going to hear Real Thing. Um, so this is a, a this is a real groovy tune. Uh, not to be uh, you know funny with the name there, but it really is. You know, this is one that gives you want to get up and, and 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 do a little jig while you're while you're listening to it. Which uh, if if you check out the video, you'll see just some of that as well uh, on YouTube. And I think that one's on uh, their IGTV as well. But yeah, that's it. Uh, again, that's Levere out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, check out their stuff. You know how to do it. Uh, get the, all the links in the podcast description there. Uh, go to their their uh, Instagram, their website, all that good stuff. Uh, support local music. As always, support these guys on their way up. We're going to, again, here listen to Real Thing on the Way Out by Levere. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Hey, what you talking about? There ain't nothing like the real thing Oh, I said, babe, you got me running around Too many close calls and false alarms Would you leave this another outcome?
where we'd end up in each other's arms would you follow all along knowing where we'd end up from oh i'm talking about the real Would you follow all along, knowing